0: Hey, how you doing? Welcome, welcome along to a brand new episode of the Alias Marketing and Design podcast. I'm Ian Connery, owner and founder of Alias Marketing and Design. Today's podcast, all about content, where to get your content. In the previous episode, we touched on action content, but where'd you get it from? If you're struggling to find content and great content resources, today's episode is just for you. Bring the intro. Is how to market your business as an owner and entrepreneur unclear and difficult to understand? Welcome to the Alias Marketing and Design Podcast. The podcast created to help you as a business owner and entrepreneur, market and grow your business online. Here's your host, me, in Calgary, owner and founder of Alias Marketing and Design. Yes, love our new intro. I know I keep getting on about it, but it actually puts me in such a great mood to create these episodes. So, today's Podcast episode is all about content. Content resources, finding content for your business, whether it's your website, blog, your YouTube channel, your Facebook, Instagram, wherever it is. Today's episode is all about those content resources that you can tap into to find those golden nuggets of inspiration for you to create your own content. So let's get into it. We have 17 fantastic resources for finding content ideas. Some may be pretty obvious to a lot of people, some may not. Today's episode is primarily aimed at entrepreneurs starting out or seasoned entrepreneurs who are starting their content creation journey. So number one. Facebook and LinkedIn groups, two resources that are absolute and utter gold mines for content ideas. Think back to all those questions that you've seen so many people asking, which appear dead, dead obvious, dead, dead easy to answer. Because remember, there's no such thing as a stupid question. So look through all those questions. Look at these people who are starting out on their journey, who are a few rungs down the ladder behind you in terms of expertise and knowledge. Create content for these guys. We see it, we see it so many, so many times and we say to clients all the time, do not overlook the power of the knowledge that you have accumulated over your years in business, over your years in life in general. So many people all the time say to me, ah, yeah, but it's, it's, it's really, really easy. Everybody knows that. But you look at all these Facebook groups, you speak to your friends, you speak to your family, you speak to your clients. You ask them the most simple question that you find easy to answer. And you'll find a lot of people, 95% of people may struggle to answer an obvious question to you. So Facebook groups, Look out for those really simple questions that people are asking that may be obvious to you, may be obvious to other experts inside the Facebook group, but create content around that. Start creating simple content, build on your confidence or build your confidence based on all these, you know, simple projects and then build on top of them. So number one, Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups too, gold mines of information with regard to content ideas. Number two, cues, frequently asked questions. Look at the frequently asked questions on your website. Create content around these. Look at them inside the emails that you get from your customers, your clients. These are all clues to what people want you to speak about. Answer the questions. Create content around these questions. If you're starting out in business, if you haven't been around long, Look at the old guys and girls. Look at their businesses that are around for years and years and years. Look at their website. Look at their frequently asked questions. 99.9% out of 100, these questions are frequently asked questions that they deal with on a day-to-day basis, which have been you know, created by their sales team, or if they're ranking high, On the search engine results pages, their SEO company have more than likely created these FAQ pages to help them rank further. So number two, frequently asked questions. If you don't have any frequently asked questions, look at your competitors' websites for inspiration. Do not copy them. Only use them for inspiration. Number three, Google. So number three is Google. Yes, Google, as we all know, is a massive gold mine of information for everything from when you're a little kid up to an old granddad or granny. Google, everybody uses it. It's amazing for information. But our third resource today in finding content ideas are the lesser known Google tools that people probably don't use because they're lesser known although they are in front of you every single day when you're searching on Google. And these are the tools or the features inside Google search that we use on a daily basis to mine content and get some inspiration for creating content for our clients. So when you head over to Google, you search for, in this case, we're going to take gas boiler replacement. We were doing some work for a client who... Um, Is in the gas boiler replacement niche here in Dublin, Ireland. And if you put in gas boiler replacement into the search, hey presto, you get your usual Google ads popping up top. You get your map card with the various different businesses featured for local search. And underneath that, you get your people also ask. This area in the Google search results pages are questions that are related to your topic so for instance in this case we're searching for gas boiler replacement whatever you're searching for whether it's digital marketing sewing knitting bikes whatever your niche is for your business this area the people also ask area will give you questions that people also ask And you can use these questions to create content around. Also, very important, if you do have a topic that you're going to write about, you know what you're going to create the content around, including these questions inside your article will further strengthen the content also for search engine optimization. Our subcategory here in number three of Google is your people also ask. So... Our first subset or subcategory inside Google's lesser known features that you can use to mine content ideas is the people also ask section. Now, if we head on down to the bottom part of the search engine results pages, we have the searches related to your keyword. So in this case, searches related to gas boiler replacement. So, gas boiler replacement Ireland, gas boiler replacement Dublin, gas boiler replacement cost. So, in this case, we can create an article themed all around the cost to the consumer to replace their gas boiler. Also featured in this area, in this particular search, gas boiler replacement monthly payments. So, we could create an article themed around Financing your gas boiler replacement on a monthly basis. Second subcategory in Google's lesser known tools or Google's lesser known features that we can use to create content is the searches related to area in the bottom of the search engine results pages. Also, a third subcategory inside Google's lesser known tools is simply the Google autocomplete. So as you search in, In this case, I'm typing in gas boiler replacement and we're getting in our Google Suggest or the Google auto-complete. So as we type in here, another query we'll go for is digital marketing. So digital marketing, course, digital marketing agency, salary. So as you type in your keywords into Google, Google will give you or suggest or auto-complete various different queries that you can also take to create content around. One other lesser known tool, Google Trends. Also another great tool, which you can use to basically visualize the popularity of a topic or keyword. You basically simply enter the, the keyword into Google Trends and you'll see a graph titled interest over time, which maps out the amount of times a keyword has been searched on Google over time. Inside Google Google Trends, there's a hidden gem, which um, many people aren't aware of, but it's the related searches query. Again, similar to the also searched for, or people also ask inside Google search engine results pages. So again, you can use these related queries or related topics to get some inspiration for your content creation ideas. Number four, a little hidden gem once again. It's called Answerthepublic.com. Simply head over to answer thepublic.com. It's free. There are, or there is a paid version of it. Type in your your keyword, and you will get many different questions and many different comparisons, related queries, etc., that you can use. So in this case, we've typed in digital marketing and there are many, many different queries that come up. Are digital marketing agencies profitable? Are digital marketing courses worth it? Are digital marketing boot camps worth it? Can digital marketing be automated? Can digital marketing be a side hustle? Can digital marketing be done offline? So as you can see there from those four or five quick examples, we've simply typed in digital marketing as the query. Into answerthepublic.com. And we have an absolute goldmine here of so many questions. You simply take one of those questions or a combination of many of them and create a piece of content around those queries for your own content or for your own business. Six, huge, massive, has grown phenomenally over the last number of years. Number six is Pinterest, absolute goldmine, visual beauty, visual representation, but it's got so many fantastic infographics, amazing quotes. Just, it's, it's fantastic. It just really, really is. It's great to use for SEO as well as a bonus, bonus tip. Pinterest, a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic resource. And without a doubt, an episode in itself, but most definitely a goldmine mine for finding great content ideas. So number seven, SEO tools. We're going to touch on two or two and a half in this case. Um, first one is keywords everywhere or keywords surfer. We used to use keywords everywhere here in Alias Marketing and Design. It's now paid, still not massive money. Keywords surfer is a free alternative that, in my opinion, Is just as good. Keyword Surfer works in this way. Simply type in your search term into your Google bar, and you will get on the right hand side, once Keyword Surfer is installed, you will get keyword ideas. It gives you the similarity to the particular keyword that you've typed into your search bar, and it will give you how closely similar. So in this case, we have typed in gas boiler replacement up in the search bar it tells me that there are 390 estimated monthly search queries in Ireland for gas boiler replacement. All these tools are, you know, not 100% super, super accurate. They should be used in terms of comparison and not as a 100% exact science. But in this case, as I said, we have our 390 estimated search volume. $3.87 is the price for your cost per click for google ads and over on the right hand side we have our keyword ideas and if we head down we can see it'll give us a list of keyword ideas and it will give you the percentage of how similar it is to the search term that we've searched for so in this case i can see gas boiler is 50 percent similar and we have seai grant which is the irish government body which basically gives people grants for gas boiler replacements. So what we can use here are keyword ideas, these are all related terms to our main search query. So what we could do is we could take this as a keyword cluster. And if we want to rank for gas boiler replacement, we can use SEAI grants as a, you know, as an article idea, boiler grant, gas boiler service, combi boilers, big list here. I've got 20, there's 53 in total, Hold on a second. We'll just get up a few more. There's a few more pages here. Replacing a gas boiler, boiler grants Ireland, placing a gas boiler 70. So you can kind of, you get the gist. You can get your keyword ideas that Keyword Surfer generates, take them, use them to create different articles, different content ideas and get that keyword cluster, which will help you rank for the seed keyword that you've searched for in the first place. In this case, it's gas boiler replacement. Second super tool that we use all the time for SEO is SEO Power Suite. It's got a number of different tools inside the, the suite. Rank Tracker is a fantastic tool that we use all the time to keep track of the progression of all our clients' keyword terms. And inside that, it has a great, fantastic keyword research tool inside Rank Tracker where we can basically use many different sub tools and so We have the Google search console. We have keyword planner, autocomplete tools, related searches, related questions, keyword combinations, etc. So inside Rank Tracker, using the keyword research tool, there are three different tiers. We have the enterprise agency version, well worth the money if you have a number of clients. There is a, a, a kind of a business paid edition which has a number of certain restrictions, but it definitely, just to get you started, you can use that. Or there is a free version as well. I can't remember. It's many, many years since we used a free version. It definitely can get you started and get you a foothold into uh, keyword research. And again, content ideas. So there you go. Number seven is two SEO tools that we use Keyword Surfer and SEO Power Suite, in particular, Rank Tracker. Number eight, very obvious one, but again, YouTube influencers, YouTube, the second biggest search engine in the world, owned by Google. You just simply put in your keyword term, and there are millions and millions and millions of videos there for you to browse and get inspiration for who's ranking high. Who's searching what? Who's watching what? Again, obviously, you're looking at titles of the videos, the amount of views, obviously very straightforward. The more views a video has, the more popular it is. And obviously, if you're creating that content, the more chance that you have that your content will be consumed. Another great and very obvious is number nine, podcast episode titles. So again, Find your niche inside whatever your favorite podcast method of getting your podcasts is, and uh, simply search your keyword, go through the popular podcasts and get an inspiration. Do not copy, use the titles of your YouTube influencer videos or your podcast, popular podcast episode titles, teach and talk about them, share your experience. With regard to the title, do not copy the episodes verbatim. Just simply use it as inspiration to generate content. Number 10, seasonal and cyclical events. Talk about what's happening around you. For instance, Christmas, we deal and we work on Christmas events. And for all our hospitality clients, we would be working as we are now at the time of recording. Working on all the uh, Christmas projects in the summer. So, for instance, we want to talk about seven tips for a successful Google Ads campaign at Christmas. Huge. Paddy's Day here, St. Patrick's Day, is massive in Ireland. Again, you know, it could be a a big topic for Irish businesses to create some sort of content around. I know we use Paddy's Day as a big draw for a lot of our campaigns here in Alias for selling our print. And, um, you know, we obviously use it to generate content for our clients as well. 11, Instagram posts. Yet again, an obvious one. Put in your related hashtag. Browse through other people's posts. Get inspiration. Do not copy. Teach and talk about and share your experience with regards to any of the different, I suppose, when I'm talking about Instagram posts, I'm more so specifically talking about text posts. So motivation. Instagram posts, yet again, an obvious one, put in your related hashtag, browse through other people's posts, get inspiration, do not copy, teach and talk about and share your experience with regards to any of the different, I suppose when I'm talking about Instagram posts, I'm more so specifically talking about text posts, so motivational posts, etc., Again, huge, very similar to, to Pinterest. You can use that sort of content for inspiration for your own content ideas. Twelve, Twitter. Use Twitter to explore and you know, learn about more pressing topics. Again, this is kind of tied into seasonal and cyclical events where you're talking about current affairs, what people are talking about, what people are asking what people, suppose, on Twitter, what people are basically giving out about. It's a bit of a bitch fest on Twitter. So Twitter, it's huge. It's got a lot of stuff there. You can get bogged down. There's a lot of negativity on Twitter. But it can be, depending on your niche, depending on your business, a great source for content ideas and content inspiration. So number 13 in our content idea resources is books. Yes, books. Books are amazing. Everybody should be consuming books. No matter if you like marketing, you like cooking, you like sewing, you like knitting, you like fashion, pick up a book, buy a book, listen to a book, books, feed yourself with knowledge. These books, as well as helping you learn, are also great resources for content. So where do we find these books? I'll give you two great resources. One is Facebook groups. No matter what Facebook group you're attached to, there are always, always, and particularly in the entrepreneurial business and marketing, online sales and e-commerce space, there's always people looking for requests or looking for recommendations of books that will help them grow self-help books or books that will improve their business or them as a person. And uh, so Facebook groups is a super, super, super resource. And um, You know, you can just bookmark the resource inside your Facebook app and uh, or bookmark the post, apologies, not the resource, bookmark the post as a resource inside your Facebook app and then refer to it going forward. Second great resource, is head over to Amazon. Look through the best-selling books inside Amazon Marketplace or inside Amazon Audible. Head over to your niche that you're looking to create content about. So in our particular um, case, it's marketing, sales, business, entrepreneurial-type topics. And one I mean, fantastic example that I can give you would be a book that I read a number of years back. It's a really, really, really famous book and crops up all the time in these recommendation posts on Facebook. And as far as I know, still a huge big seller inside the Amazon Audible. I mean, I've been hugely interested for many, many years in psychology since I've been a little, little boy was always uh, very interested in how and why people make decisions and what drives them to make these decisions and I suppose how we can influence these decisions that people make. And one book that I loved and definitely worth checking out is Influence, the Psychology of Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. It really is a great, great book. And if any sort of interest in psychology and using influence to persuade people to do things in the best possible way and not in a malicious kind of manipulative way. It's definitely a great read. For an example, to create some sort of content using Robert's book, Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion, you could take the six principles of persuasion as Robert outlines in his book. Six principles are reciprocity, scarcity, authority, consistency, liking, and consensus. So reciprocity is basically somebody gives you something, you feel that you need to reciprocate that gesture back. Source of content creation or a topic of content creation. Take an example from your business, from your life, and talk about it. For instance, somebody a friend gives you an invite to a party, and you felt that you had to reciprocate the gesture, even though you didn't like the friend, you went to his party but uh, you had to invite them back to uh, your next party or your next whatever function or social gathering, you know, so that's a great, great example. And I suppose people understand a lot better when you can give them an example of how the topic or the element or the principle relates to their life. And it definitely gives people that light bulb moment in life, the aha moments where people get an understanding because they see how it works An invite to a party Is so, so simple, but many, many people have experienced that where they would have got an invite to a party, maybe from a person they weren't a huge big fan of, and uh, they've attended the party, and then at their next party or social gathering or social or family function, they felt obliged to reciprocate the invitation back to that person. So that's an example of taking a book, taking a principle, and speaking about it. You're not copying it. All you're doing is you're expressing your views. You're giving an example inside your life, inside your business and sharing your experience with regard to how the principle works. So that was 13 books. Great, great source. Find some great, great books. Speak about the principles. Share your experiences in your life, in your business and how these principles or elements or discussions, topics, etc., inside the books apply to you and your audience. So, number fourteen of seventeen of these great content idea resources is courses. Yeah, courses, the e-learning market size is grown and grown and grown and growing so fast by. 2025 it's meant to be worth a massive 319 billion dollars and by 2026 375 billion dollars which is massive so all that aside if you're not making money from selling online courses but you need you're starting out you need some content online courses are fantastic you know, just even for getting a start, learning a bit, online courses are fantastic. Uh, Udemy, Udemy is a fantastic, fantastic resource. Udemy.com has got so many different c- courses. We were a member of a famous forum here in Ireland called boards.ie. And there was a, a kind of a bargain hunting um, section on the website. and. Every week, somebody would post up all these free courses on Udemy or Udemy.com and we sign up for them all. I don't know how many courses I have inside my dashboard. We've done a lot of them, but still have a lot more to do. Udemy or Udemy, whichever way you want to pronounce it, is a, is a fantastic, fantastic, you know, start. If you want to learn anything as a hobby or for your own business. Word of warning, definitely there's a lot of high ticket courses out there, which, you know, <laughs> I don't know mixed opinions on on selling courses for that price tag is it good is it bad I don't know it depends on the value I think it definitely depends on the person somebody who is going to take a lot of action and who will use the knowledge definitely investing in those sort of courses may be worth the finances there's a lot of people who have got stung a lot of people who have you know spent a lot of money and seen no return on it but anyway that's another discussion for another day but well, the reason we mention courses is, particularly for Udemy, you can buy a course relatively cheaply, learn the course, and then you can go and talk about the course. So we're here inside an SEO course that we bought just to uh, just to have a look at and see if there's anything else that we're missing. You know, inside this course, the course content, the this was the number one thing what these courses do. It gives you a bit of structure. They're all broken down into sections and it gives you structure inside the topic that you wish to talk about. So you can take one of these topics, again, do not rip them off. These are purely as a resource for inspiration. For instance, here we have on this side, this section two, SEO basics. Start here if you're a beginner. Have a look at that section. See what this guy is talking about. How do search engines work? Something very, very simple. But somebody who's starting out in SEO Starting out in, in marketing may not understand this. Build a show around how search engines work. How do you win at SEO? Web design is important. Why do key uh why do keyword research and what is it? Super topic. Again, just purely topics we can talk about now that we've been involved in this space for many, many years. I have an opinion, I have expertise on this, and I can go and offer you know, knowledge and and talk and teach people on the podcast, create a blog post, create infographics, create various different posts for Instagram, LinkedIn, etc. So courses, definitely check them out. Udemy.com. So many, you know, great value courses there that you can purchase. Do the courses and then use the course structure to create your own course or create your own content for your podcasts, for your social media channels, or just for discussion with your own clients. So number 15, maybe not for everyone, but definitely a great idea to source your content and a great resource for content ideas. Us Sumo, bit, bit pricey. Starts at $99 per month for the pro. Not wildly expensive. But still, for many people, it you know, maybe a bit, little bit expensive. Um, definitely a fantastic tool to uh you know find great content that performs best and collaborate with the influencers. Of matter as it says on their website, use our content insights to generate ideas, create high performing content, monitor your performance, and identifying influencers. So Buzzsumo, definitely one tool to check out. Free alternatives that we use would be Post Planner, a great tool, great resource. It is free. There are free options. Again, once you sign up, you can have a look inside the dashboard of various different articles related to your niche that are performing well. There is ready-made data or data available there that will give you an idea of content that is performing well on various different social media channels. Social Pilot, great, great app for scheduling your social media. We use it all the time. Really, really is super cool. Not that expensive. We use it in the business. It is fantastic. And there is an area inside it or resource inside it, which similar to Post Planner will give you an ability, give you a source to share various different pieces of content relating to your niche. And it will... Give you data as well on you know shares and how many people have been interested and have posted it and shared it etc. So fifteen Buzzsumo. If you have a bit of cash, have a big budget, use that great, great, great tool to find the content that performs best. Two free alternatives: Post Planner and Social Pilot have articles inside the uh, apps inside the dashboard where you can see what people are sharing and what kind of influencers are connecting with and what people are connecting with. And then you can take this these topics as inspiration for your own content. So 16, two massive big players, relatively new online, but they're no doubt and without a doubt two fantastic content idea resources. First up on 16 is Reddit. So Reddit, definitely if you're online, you must have heard of Reddit. It's basically a site that builds itself as the front page of the internet. And it's the, well, as of today, the sixth most popular site in the US, according to Alexa, and the 18th worldwide. So it's basically a massive collection of forums where people can share news, content, and comment on other people's posts. So obviously, because there's so many of these forums, well over a million different communities broken down into subreddits, where each subreddit is basically a community discussing a certain topic. And obviously, because so many people are posting, sharing their news and commenting on people's posts, Reddit is a gold mine of content ideas. Quora is is essentially a questions and answers website. Um, you know, where questions are asked, answered, follow and edited by internet users. Again, Quora similar to Reddit where there's so many people continuously discussing, continuously sharing, continuously answering questions. Again, it is a great source for content ideas. Mainly, both of these are because of the questions-based content. So it's not people, I suppose, just blasting out a load of information. What you're seeing is real-time feedback where people are asking a question. Obviously, if there's huge engagement on the question, huge amounts of discussion, you know, for your own content creation purposes, that this particular topic is worth looking at. And worth creating content on your podcast, on your social media channels, on your website, etc. So sixteen Reddit and Cora, two huge resources for great content ideas. And finally, number seventeen. It's been a bit of a long list. We've recorded this <laughs> over many days. Yeah, 17, we're finally there. We're at the end. And what is 17? It was something that I wanted to share with people that a teacher of mine shared with us years ago with regards to doing well in exams, particularly, I suppose, exams where you had to write articles and write big, long explanations and pieces on a certain topic. And this was back before I went to university. It was back in a secondary school, as we call it here in, in Ireland. It was a simple, simple um, tool or simple, simple kind of concept. And it's simply compare and contrast. I always remember this teacher saying to me, if you're ever stuck on writing a piece of content in an exam, compare and contrast. Take one topic and compare with another and then contrast it. So, for instance, as we did a topic before on one of our previous podcast episodes back in April, when the, uh, I suppose, this whole pandemic was beginning and a lockdown had started in Ireland, um, SEO and Google Ads, both of them will essentially, can essentially get you the same results. We took them. And we compared them, and we contrasted them. So we compare their similarities, and we contrasted their differences, and created a podcast episode around it. Similar, Facebook versus Instagram, comparing them. They're both social media channels. They can uh, both share photographs on them. Contrasting them, they would have, I suppose, a different demographic. The content would be different. I suppose the tone around both channels would be different. Many people think Instagram is a little bit more, I suppose, a little bit more kind of narky. Would it be a bit more narky? A um, bit more kind of all all around the bling. Facebook then would be, I suppose, seen as a bit more older and a bit more fuddy-duddy. And a lot of people, Mary giving out about her toes got burnt in the morning and stuff like that. So um, <laughs> there you go. Bit of a bizarre example of contrast but if you're a, if you're in Ireland and you're on Facebook you'll understand what I'm talking about number 17 the final one not of the cap to uh, that teacher he will remain anonymous who gave me this little tool I've used it throughout my life works really well compare and contrast if you're ever stuck for content to write about in an exam in life in your business online compare and contrast two topics. We finished with comparing and contrasting. Hope it's been super, super helpful. We hope you take the new ones you've learned, the old ones that you knew, and use them to create super fantastic, relevant content for your clients, for your audience, for anybody online, or even to just help your kids out in school. I've been Ian Connery. This has been the Alias Marketing and Design Podcast. We'll see you real soon.